Hey, listeners, Hit the Books has many ways that you can stay connected with us after listening to our show each week. You can follow along with our picks each night via Instagram, Twitter, or Dub Club. Follow the links in our description to learn more. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 24 of Hit the Books, your weekly podcast dedicated to all things sports. This week, our biggest episode of the year, the big game is here, Super Bowl 57, here this week on Sunday, February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. And that is just about the entirety of this episode. We got the normal crew here, plus a few guests to keep things interesting and give us more insight on this huge matchup. Tons of action already on this game, trends, stats, props, and more to follow. So join us this week for a great episode, and let's get started. Like normal, I want to introduce my co-hosts, the men of the program, Huff, Ace, and Mackie. Ace, let's start it off with you this week. What's happening? You ready for the big game? Oh, yeah. We've been looking forward to this one all year. Um, as soon as I joined the pod, I think, earlier in the summer, we were already giving predictions, so it's kind of crazy that time's crept up to us, and uh, we're here for this one. Should be a great one. Two elite teams that led their conferences uh, throughout the season, so... Nice to see some front runners uh, duke it out for the ultimate title, but yeah, uh, killing killing NHL, NBA, NCAA hoops. Uh, so at, once we get past this week, we're gonna be locked in on that. Make sure you stay in tune to the socials. Um, I've been killing the NFL playoffs on the cards, so we got that Pro Bowl weirdness out of the way. I'm excited to get back to ripping some plus units in this last week of the NFL season. Good stuff, good stuff. I'm ready for this week. Let's go over to Mackie next, Mackie. Are you ready for the big game this week, buddy? Yeah, a nice week off last week. Uh, able to gather all the intel and uh, just take a week for ourselves. Just getting ready for the Super Bowl. We got a nice one coming up. Uh, like I said, two top teams in the league. It's always nice to see the top teams make it. Uh, you want to see the two best teams in the championship at the end of the day. So should be a really good game. Uh, yeah, just uh, keep following our uh, our daily cards, NBA, NHL. College basketball, they're all doing pretty well. They're all still staying positive. We're hitting a bit of a of a plateau right now, but we'll be we'll be back on top. Just gotta stick with us, stick with the system, and we'll be good. Good stuff there, Huff. Happy to have you here for another week. What's happening, my man? You want to recap our daily NHL, NBA, and college basketball cards for us? Yeah, quickly touch on things. Uh, NBA, NCAA basketball, like Mackie said, we hit a little bit of a cold streak the past week, but. Uh, Getting back to it, we're 53-44-2, heading into, you know, first week of February, up five units, can't really complain there. Uh, Touching over on the NBA card, 28-22-1, plus 4.75 units, so another nice plus card there. And then the NHL, uh, we had a tough tough night the other night, but going 1-3, but still 55-46, 55-46 on the season, plus 7.95 units, so all the cards still up over near five units, so... Uh, definitely something you're going to want to be paying attention to nightly in uh, or daily on the social media for each of our plays going in for each of these leagues and something that we've been hitting at a consistent rate. Um, just important you're taking all of them because some of these nights will go 
0-1 in the NHL and 3-0 in college basketball. So it's just kind of, you know, staying with us and all the cards and having faith in them because clearly all of them are plus right now. So we're looking to get there uh, towards the end of the season and keep these things plus for everyone. So uh, to everyone out there riding the picks, definitely appreciate that. But other than that, Super Bowl this weekend, like you guys said, two of the be- the two arguably best teams in the league, we get to see it. Uh, Eagles and Chiefs, I've been thinking about this game for about two weeks now leading up to it, and uh, I'm really excited for this game. The boys are buzzing on that daily card. Make sure you tap in, boys. Yes, sir. We're buzzing about this game. I'm so excited for this matchup here coming on Sunday. Lots to look forward to. Lots of guests coming on the program here later. Very excited for all that. We got Jimmy Beal making his first appearance on the podcast. Defend his Philadelphia Eagles, which I am very, very excited to see. With that, let's jump into a recap of the games just a few weeks ago, the conference championships. Since we took a week off here for the Pro Bowl, we got the Eagles that took down the 49ers here 31-7. to And the Chiefs squeezing by the Bengals 23-20. to what do we have here, boys? Lots of good action in those matchups to bring us the Chiefs and the Eagles in this big game. What do you have for me? Yeah, I mean, you, you touched on those conference championships, and we got two polar opposites of each other, right? We got we got that blowout in the NFC, and then a pretty tight game, to say the least, about that AFC matchup uh, between the Chiefs and the Bengals being decided by just uh, a field goal. Um my thought about that Eagles game, a lot of people, maybe myself included, have said that's a fake win. They played backup quarterbacks, backups to a backup to a backup, and uh, they had an easy path to get here with those rebuilding Giants and whatnot. But you have to give credit where credit's due, and, and they really throttled them 31-7 to all game long. I mean, they proved why they're in this spot. They, they showcased all the weapons they went and got in the offseason, which we touched on all year, and uh, they handled business in the link, and that's why they're sitting in a spot to go on and win their second Super Bowl. Um, not the biggest fan of them, but yeah, that's it's a, it's a great team there in Philly, and they showcased it. Tough scene for the 49ers. I have a feeling they'll be back with that roster. They seem to be there every year. Um, but yeah, no unfortunate scene seeing Purdy go down, my boy Brock Purdy, and my Super Bowl futures bet with it. Uh, I don't know what you guys are thinking. You were all on the other side with the Eagles, and you hit that pretty easily. So Yeah, um, like you said, Eagles one of the better teams in the league and deserve to be here. But let's not let's not uh, take away from that literally easiest strength to schedule throughout the season. Uh, you get the one seed, you get the and then you play Daniel Jones in the first round, absolutely tear the the the, uh, the inexperienced Giants apart, and then you get to play a fourth round or a fourth string quarterback uh, in the NFC Championship game. So yeah, the Eagles are a very good team, but this is the, definitely the easiest route to a, to a Super Bowl I think we've ever seen. Um, Granted, they got the job done. Uh, they took care of business. They did what they needed to do. But uh, they're definitely going to be running into a different animal here in the Super Bowl. And I think uh, Jalen Hurts is in for something that he hasn't really seen yet. The thing is, they I, I agree with you, Mackie, about that schedule. But they're doing it in emphatic fashion. Like These these are three-score blowout wins in the playoffs. That's, that's something to not take lightly. I mean, they didn't even play it on the competition. They're buzzing right now. They have been all oh, year yeah, long. Definitely. Which which proves that they're obviously um, they they deserve to be here. They're not winning these games by uh by three points or on the on the foot of a of their kicker or anything, but they still haven't had to have to fight through that adversity yet. They haven't had to deal with fighting from behind or playing playing a quarterback who's uh lights out just p- picking their defense apart. They haven't dealt with any adversity yet up to this point. They're definitely gonna have 
even if they come out on top in this game, they're going to have a lot of adversity to deal with in this uh, Super Bowl. So uh, it's going to be a little different than the Eagles are used to, but uh, it's definitely going to be a very good game, and I'm looking forward to it. I really like that point that you made there at the end because this team, like obviously everyone says it, we've the first two points. That was the first thing you guys brought up the strength of schedule that this team has seen throughout the season and the playoffs, uh, the blowouts that we've seen in the playoffs. Ace, I really like that you said you know you can't really discount that because a lot of these teams. I know it's the playoffs, but it's still easy to take a team lately, even whenever you think you know you're the one seed, you're the big bad sixteen and three one seed coming into this game. Uh, they wipe the Giants, and then obviously we know what happened in that 49ers game, but. Um, I don't know. I think the Eagles in this spot, it's, it, I like their matchup here. It's just, it's going to come down to like what Mackie said, when they face adversity and when Patrick Mahomes is in si- certain situations, can they get that Chiefs offense off the field? Can they do the little things on defense that everyone talks about? You know, this defense, there's guys everywhere, you know, the defensive backs, the linebackers, the defensive line, they got dudes everywhere. Can they stop Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in key points of this game? And it's going to have to come early because I think if they get down, it's going to be a very interesting game to see what Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni are able to draw up. But um, back to that 49ers game, unfortunate situation for them. AC, I know you had that future. I had a future on them too, but it was with the fucking Michigan Wolverines to win the national championship in football. We saw how that one turned out for me. But um, yeah, the, the obviously you were in the I think you were in the right seat on that future with that that game. But obviously, a lot of unfortunate events. We know that with the 49ers. Uh, one thing that a lot of people like to point out is the Dallas Cowboys like to blow it in the wild card rounder in the playoffs, but we have now seen the 49ers lose in what the NFC Championship game. How many years in our you know the past five six seasons? And as soon as they came into that matchup in Philly, a rookie quarterback, I really like the Eagles in that spot. But coming into this game, uh, there's a lot to look at going into this Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, you definitely said it, and it's such a big spot for these Eagles. I mean, we've been saying it all year long, like a lot of guys in experience that haven't been in these positions before, but they keep succeeding. One thing that really comes to my mind is uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's dealt with adversity throughout his whole career, and he handles it head on, and he takes he takes his, he has his way with it. I mean, he's been successful in everywhere that we've seen him play professionally, collegiate too, and um, a lot of different situations just seem to show up in his face, and he always handles it well. But you alluded to the other side of the ball with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes being the biggest threats for these Chiefs who have been here before, won here before, been here twice before, actually. Um, but let, let's touch on their game against the Bengals last week. That, that, was a, that was a good tilt coming down to three points. Uh, Mackie and I have been high on Patrick Mahomes all season long, best player in the league. I think a lot of people can come to that consensus. But Mackie, what did you think Mahomes and crew did last week? So last week was a kind of a weird AFC Championship game. You would think that this team, this this game would be back and forth shootout the entire game, but um, I mean the Chiefs had complete control of the game in my opinion for three full quarters and then kind of let the Bengals get back in front. But if I remember correctly, I don't think they ever had a lead. Um, the only real time that I really thought that uh they had a chance of losing that game is when they gave the ball back with maybe four minutes left and then they went three and out I think and gave the ball right back to Pat Mahomes. So, um. I, I think the Chiefs definitely ran that game. I think a lot of it had to do with all the Bengals talk before the game and every, everyone everything everyone had to say, and it was just bound to blow up in their Burrow face. head. I think, I, yeah. I mean, like you're at you're just asking to lose. You're at you're asking for everything wrong to go your way. Um, t- that type of shit always comes back to bite you in the ass. But I do think that the Chiefs looked strong, and that defense looked really good against second best quarterback in the league. And I think that's going to be huge against this Eagles team as Jalen. They haven't seen anything really like Jalen Hurts this season. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought Chiefs 
I thought the Chiefs looked really strong, and they had to play the better team, so they're more ready for the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right, and I, I wanted to jump on this topic because I've been eager to talk about it for a while. Um, pretty underrated group, that that Chiefs defense, but I like Spagnuolo in the way. That's Steve Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator, no? Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, he's, he's, I, I, I think I'm pretty sure you're correct. Yeah, you know more he's, about that he's, shit than I do. Yeah, he's been around. He's been around for a while, and he he always coaches them up well. But Chris Jones, I mean, talking about his game, he had a big one last week. I think he had a sack or two now. But um, he he's been the best defensive tackle all season long, in my opinion. And he's been that Pro Bowler guy on anchoring that defense year in year out. And then you have guys alongside of him that are playmakers. My favorite to touch on, I will a little bit more when we get into the Super Bowl matchup, will be Frank Clark. I mean, that guy's been the what? This is probably his fifth Super Bowl, fourth Super Bowl already in his career. That's pretty crazy, and as an edge rusher, he likes to come alive in these times. Um, I would like to see what Chris Jones does, though, because some of my Eagles uh, base has been telling me that, bringing up this Chris Jones stat, that he doesn't have a career sack in the Super Bowl or something like that, or one career playoff sack or some, something crazy, but I, I still think he's going to be disruptive all game long, just stymie that, that run game and then get after Jalen Hurts and make him jump the pocket a bit. I think we could also see a big game from Isaiah Pacheco. We saw um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in this situation three years ago when they won it uh, against San Francisco, and he was a rookie running back that year too, and he had a big game, definitely a huge part of that of that win against that, that uh, Niners team. Pacheco's been great all season. He came into the spot out of Rutgers, drafted late. I think he was fourth-round draft pick, maybe even later. Um, but he's really came into this role and taken a spot in this role. He's, he doesn't stop moving his legs. He's really, he's really so shifty running back, and I really think... So explosive for for how small he is too. I mean, I think he could be a really big part of this of this uh, offense this week, and, and uh, history repeats itself. So we'll see. Especially in the playoffs, when guys are tired out from long season, you get those legs, young legs on this that come off the sideline, barely used. A lot of tread on those tires, to say the least. And he hits that second gear fast. I'm eager to see him break away this week. I definitely wanted to touch on that game because obviously now that's four times these teams have played each other and every game it's come down to a field goal. We now know that Burroughs officially lost to Mahomes one in, or three and one against him. Mahomes gets the monkey off his back and beats him. But um, I had the Chiefs in that game too. I, if I didn't take so many fucking props this weekend, I would have just had a nice 2-0 and weekend like Jesse did. But, um, you know, I, get, I, I see those props and sometimes like fucking – uh, Jarek McKinnon, I had a, I think he got down to like the five, these first touchdowns. I don't know next year. I don't know if I can card another first touchdown. Cause I hit all the ones I, I send you guys all the fucking tickets and post them on the Instagram, but I don't card them. They fucking hit. And then I card them and I get a bad beat inside the fucking four yard line. So I feel I'll like probably, you, I feel like you, I feel like you hit more like next touchdown. Like it'll be a yeah, live bet anytime after touchdowns touchdown. Or, yeah. Next it'll be just like Dalton yeah. Schultz next, like fourth touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, you know what's an yeah, interesting but... play that we don't really look at that I, I see sometimes? I'm like, hmm, it's just that first touchdown score for a given team. That line's still pretty inflated. Yep. yep. Um, and it's a That's little bit That's something I'm really looking at for this game this week. For an underdog, right? First. You can get a nice line on an underdog. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You're still getting that juiced up line, but it's a little bit safer because in case your team doesn't get the ball first or tough series to start the game, then you still get a chance to Absolutely. come back and hit that. That's actually ace. I'm glad you said that. That's definitely something I was going to bring up. And I don't know if we were going to do value plays. I mean, I assume I know we're going to break down every single aspect of this game, but we'll definitely get into things that we feel like have value. And that was the one thing I'm looking at. There's two guys I think it's worth it, one for each team. And, um, something I was looking at for this week. 
Yeah, Jarek McKinnon, you, you, you mentioned him, and uh, I thought he was going to get in the end zone last week too. Did I end up carding that as well? I might have. I can't remember exactly two weeks ago that, that tough Pro Bowl to watch. I don't even know if any any of us did. This is making me forget I, I was watching it at like – I watched the rerun at like 11 o'clock when I was laying in bed, and I was like, I am so glad I did not waste my Sunday afternoon watching this. The one time bad, I go to the dude. gym – the one time I go to the gym, I was on the treadmill. I'm like, all right, well, the Pro Bowl's on at least. I'll, I'll run and watch the Pro Bowl. And I turn it on. Yeah, that I, I would watch played. it in that There's situation. guys moving yeah. weights and, like, running around. I'm like, all right, they this were is terrible. Move the chains. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can you guys can you guys actually break it down for me? Because I didn't watch a second of it. But also, oh, I, that's only thing I've seen from the Pro Bowl is them playing Madden. Michael Parsons and Sauce Gardner. Oh, it was – well, Mackie, the, the flag football challenge was – literally like three games from what i know i did i barely watch it It was like three games and it was uh peyton manning like got to set the lineups for the afc he was like the head coach for the afc and eli was the head coach for the nfc i assume you saw like the instagram and shit about that and then yeah so Derek carr played the last game and i forget what the the statement that he said someone goes or it was i think it was ryan clark goes up to him after the game he won his his flag football game and goes Derek Carr, have you ever been this hot in this stadium? And he goes, yeah. Derek Carr goes, no, that's probably why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. That's actually really funny. <laughs> it was really good. Like, that made me actually somewhat kind of like him, knowing he has, like, a sense of humor about saying, all right, if they're going to fucking dish me to the streets, I'm at least going to have some fun with it, too. So Honestly, Hoff, um, that's that, probably one of that's my favorite. Most, that's one of my most, like, uh competitions in the pro bowl is that qb accuracy challenge i feel like that's that's one of the that one is things sick. that takes skill and what's funny is didn't huntley do like really good i don't know but he i saw a video a i think he went for like 45 potentially yeah, a lot to see know. where that QB. dude huntley is not the answer to any organization he does no, but well he's, he could be he's 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 uh auditioning to be a bridge for someone and eat up a big contract at least yeah he's right yeah, he is the type of player to just steal a contract. He's better than whatever they have in. in he's better than whatever they have in Tennessee right now. He reminds me of Tyrod Taylor. See, I don't know. I think, he, I think he's. Really I think if that guy's a starting quarterback, he wins three, maybe four games. Mm. No, I'm just saying. Like, there's a lot of places that don't know what's going on. I mean, the Bucks are left high and dry. The Saints, Panthers, Titans, Seahawks, Rams. Like, a, a lot of teams have question marks. Packers, if they lose. Rogers, the Jets. I mean, a lot of people It actually would be interesting to see him in a in a Titans uniform with... You have the run game already with Derrick Henry, and it's yeah. like... The Texans but, as well. But I, sta- I, mean, I stand by my point with Tyler Huntley. I think it actually hurts him being Lamar Jackson's backup because you're already game planning yeah. for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's actually... He, he'd be... He's got a little bit different skill set. It's very similar, but... But yeah, no, the Pro Bowl, going back to it, did you guys see the one clip I saw, though, was that hit by Jalen Ramsey on Tyreek Hill. He clapped him. Yeah, that dude. That was so yeah. funny. <laughs> dude, he for, he just totally forgot they're playing flag football, not wearing pads, anything. Tyreek Hill's <laughs> running down the sideline. Mackie, did you Crushed. see this one? What? Mackie, did you, did you see this, the clip of Jalen Ramsey I did see cracking this. him? It kind of looked like Jalen Ramsey, like... <laughs> Didn't even mean to push him. Tyreek Hill just is just like such it's a soft. tiny dude. He just yeah, fucking... yeah, <laughs> he's just so small. He bounced right off. Doesn't expect doesn't expect to get hit at all. It I wasn't think a touchdown. Though. Another cool clip I saw was uh, Trayvon Diggs intercepting the pass by Stephon Diggs on that drawn up play. That was that was cool. cool. Trayvon Diggs is an athlete. That's all he does is gets interceptions. That's why he's in the Pro Bowl year in and year out. Um, yeah, except when when it matters on uh, game winning drives in the NFC 
Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, just a short on that. I mean, they just need a lot more secondary help around him. He's a great defensive back for sure. If he made that catch, it we would have won that game. Mackey's still tight over that. You can see it. Huff, Huff, correct. What? Christian McCaffrey scored the touchdown on that drive when Trayvon Diggs when he fucking when it went through Ayuk's hands right into Trayvon Diggs' hands and he just uh, drops yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He texted me right after. You were like, dude, you gotta. Yeah. You were like, you gotta catch that. <laughs> it's like Chakisky Tart with the Niners in the year before. It did. Yeah, it's. I mean, that was bad, but yeah. That was a good. Like you do, you can, you you have eleven interceptions the year prior. You're known for interceptions. You drop that. Did he still lead the league in interceptions this year? No, I think he only had like two or three. To be honest, the leader. I was talking. Was I talking about this with you guys or? Another chat. The leader was like six. League, they had like leader six. Leader six. When we were younger, it used to be like Sauce 10, had Sauce 12. had like six. Yeah. You weren't you weren't even in the top three if you didn't have double digits. Well, actually, I looked at it. There's not a lot of times in our lifetime that the double digits are that high. If somebody can get a stat on that, it's actually not very high at all. I'd say a lot of Justin, times it's eight or nine. Justin Simmons, like, Minka Fitzpatrick, so, uh, Sauce Gardner, eight. and Tariq Woolen all at six. Jair at five. Dude, like, I remember prime Richard Sherman, 11 picks a year. I could be wrong nah, on you, that, but... I, I, looked at, I thought that, too. I'll look it up and tell you. Hang on a second. Darrell Revis. J.C. Jackson, dude. Come on. Yeah, I, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, here Stephon we go. You're about your leaders. Deep. All right, do you want to hear how many times in our lifetime... No, I'll go since 2012, so 10 years. Last 10 years, how many times do you think there's been over 10 interceptions in a season? Three. I was going to say six. Two. Wow. It's two, and there was only one time it was nine. Wait, can we guess who it was? Don't say anything. Well, you already said one. Trayvon Diggs is 11. Stephon Gilmore. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, probably Richard Sherman, I would think. Nope. Stephon Gilmore? Richard Sherman never led the league in interceptions. Oh, he did in 2013. He had eight. Yeah, the year Stephon they won the Gilmore Super Bowl, he led had him. six that year they won the Super Bowl. But no, after Trayvon Diggs is 2020, Xavier Howard on the Dolphins had 10. Wasn't and then the, gonna, you're, would, would Stephon Gilmore, I swear he had double digits a year he won Defensive Player of the Year. What? What, is, what? Unless that's, let me see. Nope. Yeah, eight. Has Darrell Revis ever hit 10? It, when we you were young, like from 05 to 07, the leader had 10 from that year. It was Cromartie, Champ Bailey, Asante Samuel, Ty Law, and Champ Delta O'Neal. Ty Law was a dog. Yeah, he was. All those guys were dogs. And then prior history, way back in the day, there actually used to be a lot more interceptions. That's a pretty cool stat to look at. The most yeah, interceptions in a season all of all time, then. does anybody know? I'm going to say 19. Oh, that's wicked. I'm going to say high. 14. Yeah, it's probably well. This here's some good insight. It's probably you lower it considering seem, there's more games this in, in this you, generation. You made it seem yeah, like it was like now. high, like they were. No, I'm just saying it's it's not that high. That's why I was surprised. I should say they used it's to play 13. like ten and twelve game year seasons. Yeah, oh, 14, 14, 14. I said it. Bang. Night Who, train lane in 1952. Jesus Christ! On the Rams. That's that doesn't count. <laughs> All right, then more contemporary, Huff. I'll go to this one real quick for you. 13 for Lester Hayes in 1980. I'll take that one. For the Oakland Raiders on that great Raiders defense. It's in the modern-day NFL. That's fine. 
Yeah. So there's some crazy stats we threw into you after our conference championship round, but some good football banter nonetheless. Expand your knowledge. You can learn something new every day. All right, we want to get right into this game. Yeah, I think it's about that time. That was some good stuff there, guys, talking about the Pro Bowl, recapping those NFC and AFC championship matchups a couple weeks ago. But it's time to introduce our guests. Let's start off with our returning guests, Abik and Big Hoss. Abik, let's start with you. Great to see you again. Why don't you give everyone a little update? How's it going, my buddy? Pretty good. It's just been working. I just joined the gym last month, so just been ripping that every day and trying to get fit. That's all. Good shit. Good shit. Love to hear that. Big Hoss, Anthony, you're next. What's going on? Give us a scoop on your life since we last saw you. What's going on? Damn, guys. Honestly, I appreciate you guys bringing me back. Uh, Absolutely uh, great time for football fans. Not a great time for Ravens fans. I've been glued to my phone for the past like three or four months since you guys last saw me uh just waiting for that news to see that lamar signs his like new contract and all is good for ravens fans but until then you know i'm going to be hanging on to the edge of my seat so happy to be back what's up a beak a beak no news on your boy tom brady hanging him up Eh, it was time i would love to see him come back one more year but it's time He's, le- I think he he's had leaving the door open. Him. He's he's saying he's not coming to Fox for a year. He's leaving the door open for if uh, if the Niners have another situation where they have to dive down to a fourth or a fifth string quarterback. But I, I'm telling I you, he's leaving the door to, open. I did think he'd go to Las Vegas, if anything, but I don't think he was going to go across the country away from his kids. So Yeah, I didn't think he was going to do that I want, either. I, th- I actually wanted to see him in, in Las Vegas. That would have been dope with Devontae Adams. But he wasn't going to win the Super Bowl there. He... I'll take Aaron Rodgers on the Raiders instead. Yeah, that, that has a high chance of happening, I think. Did you see yeah, well, the Jets yeah. said they're willing to give up multiple first-rounders? Yeah, you got to get a deal. Yeah, you got to bring some good drugs, too. <laughs> that, contra- that contract's killer, Green- though, regardless. Green Bay wants to get rid of him. There's going to be a QB carousel for sure this year. We'll, we'll get into touching that in further weeks. That's going to be some big topics of ours. For sure, for sure. I'm very excited about all the t- the talk coming here after the big game that we are about to review. So why don't we just jump in? It's time, the moment we've all been waiting for many, many long weeks of football to get us to this point. But we finally made it. Again, I'm very excited. It's here. Let's jump in. The Chiefs and Eagles, Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium, 64,000 people in attendance this Sunday at 6.30 p.m., some paying tens of thousands of dollars for their tickets to see their matchup. Some will be at home or in the casino betting on every portion of their game like us. Hope you find yourself somewhere in that bubble. But let's jump into this game. It's time. Again, the Chiefs and the Eagles. we got the Eagles coming in as the favorite at one and a half points. Their money line sitting at minus 125. Chiefs money line at plus 105. And the over-under sitting at 51 even. It's going to be a pretty wild game here. Lots of trends and stuff to cover. To start off, teams wearing white are 15-3 and three in the last 18 Super Bowls. As well as the teams that open scoring have go, gone on to win 37 of 56 Super Bowls, hitting at 66%, including 8 of the previous 11. The over is 6-4 and four in the last 10 Super Bowls with a spread of 3 or less. 
That's all I got here to start off. Let's jump into this game a little bit. Huff, you want to get us rolling on this big matchup coming up on Sunday, the big game? Yeah, so obviously a lot of things to look at going into this game. We've kind of hinted at, obviously, what we all think of the Eagles and what we think of the Chiefs. and Both of these teams having the same records coming into this game and the same amount of points scored, same points per game, obviously. Kind of a crazy stat there if you didn't look at that, but Everyone talks about this Eagles defense and what they're capable of, and I kind of said it earlier on, but I think it's really going to come down to what this Eagles team is capable of doing or able to do uh, in certain situations where they have Pat Mahomes in, you know, third and eight, third and seven, key situations where you need to get off the field. What is that defense able to do? You know, they've done it all throughout the season. We said it, you know, 38 to seven against the the 49ers and same thing against the Giants or 31-7, whatever it was. They've just been blowing teams out recently. and the strength of schedule all throughout the regular season. We know that, but I think what they're able, if they're capable of getting off the field on third down, and that's a huge if, I think this Eagles team is capable of winning the Super Bowl. And I'm not going to lie, I placed a wager yesterday, $220 to win 200 on the Eagles minus one and a half. And I'm going with the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Really excited about that pick, Huff. We made a whole big reel about that to be released when this episode is as well. Real excited about that your journey to placing your bet as you will. Yeah, well I mean we'll get we'll we'll kind of get into other other aspects of why I like them, but I I just kind of wanted to keep the first the first kind of idea quick and get everyone's opinion and then we can kind of dive into why. Absolutely agree. Here I got a couple more trends to go over here. Kansas City went 5 and 0 straight up, 4 0 and 1 against the spread against NFC opposition this season and is 18 and 2 straight up, 11 and 8 and 1 against the spread in non-conference contests since 2019 uh the eagles have been a solid bet in postseason play with a seven and four against spread record in the playoffs going back to 2010 including easily covering as favorites in both postseason contests this season i gotta say i am surprised with your pick i thought you would be on the other side i said i've gone back and forth on this game and um i kind of i just think everything came down to the injuries that the Chiefs have at wide receiver, and I obviously know, you know, you, we all know the Mahomes and Kelsey matchup. It's the fucking Kelsey Bowl. I've heard that term a hundred times in the past week, and I really think the Eagles. I like. I think Jalen Hurts is able to get the job done with. I know he's. I say he's an inexperienced quarterback, but he's just really proven people wrong all all year. And I'm really high on this team. I'm not necessarily. I think obviously Kansas City with the experience, and I wouldn't be surprised if I'm on the wrong side of this. I've been there before, but. Um, I, I think this Eagles team is capable of getting it done. You know, they might be, they're without McCole Hardman. They might be without Kadarius Toney and Juju Smith-Schuster. And um, I don't know, Mahomes, we know the ankle situation. I mean, obviously he's going to play, but, you know, we don't know what percent he's at. You know, you hope you get 100% out of him for the sake of a good game. But I've gone back and forth, and I, I ended up going with the Eagles. I, I, I think I'm pretty confident in this. I'm not going to lie. I've had more other picks where I've been more confident, but, uh, I'm going with the Eagles, and I think that Jalen Hurts is capable to get the job done. It kills me to go against Mahomes, but I, I think the Chiefs' defense is, isn't going to have much to say about this Eagles' running game. Hoff, I'm I'm going to disagree with you there completely. I've I haven't been on the fence about this. I've probably had my pick locked in for the Super Bowl winner since the end of that divisional round, and I just have two words for you, Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's going to get the job done. He's been there before, one and one. Uh, this time he's going to come out with his second ring, I say. I'll get into it more further in the cast, but that's my pick for the Super Bowl, and that's what I've locked in. 
on the books at plus money still. So grab it while you can. Yeah, yes, I got I got Chiefs at plus one oh five yesterday as well. Um I think you're gonna see them at minus one oh five at least by this by kickoff. Um getting getting Mahomes at plus money in the Super Bowl is just incredible to me. I think uh I think he's re- he's really gonna come out strong. I do I do like that uh, Chiefs defense to come out really strong. I think Jalen Hurts struggles a little early, first two, three drives. Then I'll figure it out and get some points up on the board. But I, I, I'm leaning that first half under as well. Um, Huff, I know that's your bet. I don't know you might want to rip it one last time for the season. but uh, <laughs> I was looking at it too. That's funny you said that. Yeah, so I like the first half under. I don't want to go full game under because you know that fourth that fourth quarter can just get chaotic. But, um, yeah, I like the first half under, and I'm, I'm leaning Chiefs. Abik, Anthony, we need your guys' takes. What do you guys think is going to happen this weekend? Um, all right, so like I, like Alex, I've had, you know, the Chiefs locked in since the end of the AFC title game. I, I'm pers- I've been on this um, reasoning all year. I just don't think the Eagles have been challenged at all all year. They've coasted to the record they've gotten. They've played a bunch of cupcakes, in my opinion. I did think that the 49ers would have been their toughest challenge, but Rock Purdy got his elbow taken out, and then they got blown out. And Pat Mahomes is a different breed than what they've faced this year. So, and I like the experience versus the youngness of the Philadelphia Eagles. I trust Andy Reid will have something ready to go to beat his former team. So... I'll be locking in the Chiefs. I got to disagree. Honestly, I, I, I'm kind of rocking with Huff. I like that take a lot. I think, um, obviously, you can say a lot about uh, the schedule, things like that. But when I watch the Eagles play, I see that defense. And I think I know a defense of championship caliber when I see one. And I think that's what we have here. Um, obviously, there's a lot more reasoning going into it. But give me the Eagles at minus, I think it was 122 for the money line. So. Give me the Eagles. Tons of good picks to go around there, boys. Lots to look forward to. Let's jump a little deeper into this game. Uh, Some of these props for the Super Bowl. Lots of wild ones like the length of the National Anthem, the coin toss, the Gatorade color being poured on the winning head head coach, and so on. So I'm curious to hear what your guys think of these ones. I got a little trend for these. In last year's Super Bowl, 31% of bets placed before the game kicked off were same-game parlays at Bet U- or at Bet Rivers, Barstool, and other big major U.S. sportsbooks. So why don't we start off at the beginning of the game here with the national anthem. We got Chris Stapleton singing the anthem this year. The line I saw set for 125 seconds, so that's two minutes and five seconds. Anybody have any take on that? This is actually, I was just going to say, this is actually one that I, like, I'm actually going to take. Like, Chris Stapleton on hammer the over on that. Are you kidding me? That guy's going to milk that shit. Like, the fucking Every, Everyone's people. saying the over, though. I've, every, I've not heard one person say the under yet. Bro, Chris Stapleton has an eight-minute song, like, that he plays to open up every concert on his set list. Like, this guy is going to hammer the over. Like, this is no-brainer. Hammer the over. I had <laughs> minutes and 20 seconds you know he knows the line you know he knows the line oh yeah but that's why i feel like he's gonna go crazy on it dude what was it? i think it was six out of the last eight super bowls have hit the over chris stapleton's not gonna be the guy to end that streak i promise you that <laughs> no nah, this is a, this is an under i can't even cut in on this i would never bet that but 
Country singers are a different breed. It's going to be an under this year. Trust to speak. Trust. There's the first the first under I've heard right there. I like it. Bet against bet against the uh, bet against the public. Mackie loves fading the public. I'm not gonna personally oh take God. one on this uh, outlandish prop, but um, yeah, take those uh, words of advice from Big Hoss and Mackie and a beak, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm a base. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. No, I'm I I'm not betting it either. I'm not that yet. No, I'm that's just talking about not wasting scene. not wasting the oh, unit on that. Like, you all gonna be like, damn, like I, I should have listened to him. Hoss knows, like. I told you guys, watch, this guy's going to milk it. You're going to be like, is this still going? My thing is, who has the official clock? You're not even going to need one. I promise you, you're going to be sitting there like, okay, are we playing a game? Didn't Demi Lovato sing the national anthem one? Yeah, the, the, Huff, it's like, tw- it'll be out on like social media and everything, 100%. The real, the the, official the, real, time. the real question is, who has the video from outside the stadium recording the rehearsal? <laughs> That's a good point, of Beak. I remember them showing that during Patriots Super Bowls. <laughs> rang true. But yeah, awesome. Oh, I like that insight there. Uh, some good statistics on that national anthem. All right, that's going to do it for there for our first prop. Why don't we jump into the coin toss next? The coin toss heads four out of the last five, tails five out of the last nine. I see it coming in here at even money here on DraftKings, plus 100 on both sides. Here's the history of it. Last year, uh, for last year's Super Bowl, it was heads. The Bengals won the toss, but the Super Bowl winner was the Rams. 2021, heads, Chiefs toss winner, Bucks Super Bowl winner. 2020, tails, 49ers was the toss winner, Chiefs Super Bowl winner. 2019, heads, Rams toss winner, Pats Super Bowl winner. 2018, heads, Pats toss winner, Eagles Super Bowl winner. So very interesting there, um, you know, the toss winner never being the Super Bowl winner. Ace, what do you got to say about that? Your uh, your Pat's on there a couple times. So so you're saying whoever, it's not really bet the coin toss, it's pay attention to it. Because whoever wins the coin toss isn't going to win the game. So that's when you make your live bet right there is what you're saying. Theoretically, yes. Okay, good to know. Well, whatever it is, I hope the Chiefs lose the toss. <laughs> Agreed. I do bet tails every year, though. Uh, no strat behind it. I bet heads. I bet heads every year. I Here, won two hundred dollars off of when... I'm gonna flip this quarter right now. Whatever it is, that's what it's gonna be. What is it? Tails. What is it? Tails. Yeah, we're waiting. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Tails. Make sure. Tails never fails, dude. Tails never fails. I saw a guy on TikTok. Ace, I randomly, I I randomly t- pulled a, a Rhode Island quarter out of this change oh, so in my room. It was rigged. I saw rigged. a guy on TikTok flip a thousand quarters and I like 560 yeah, of them. Yeah. We're heads. Like 560 were heads. Yeah, but Mac, that's TikTok. They're feeding you fake information. You can't believe it. Come on now. Fake news. It's China. It's China. Yeah. But China. Uh, back back to the coin coin toss flip. I mean, yeah, definitely don't be putting too much on it. Definitely a good prop to to invest some time into. The one you have to watch out for is who's flipping that coin because sometimes we've seen in the past Super Bowls they don't really get any rotation on it. Yeah, and it's, it's a terrible a, flip. Yeah. So definitely. Who did it uh, the one year where they almost had to redo it? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that because it didn't move. It literally like. The players were looking at each other. They were like, we're actually going off that. And they were like, we can't do it. 
Like, <laughs> you know how much money's on this? We can't just redo it. It truly You're should need like script. a minimum number of rotations or something stupid in the air. So we'll tell you. We'll tell you here. Um, don't put the house on this prop, but definitely a fun one to get into if you want to start the game and get your feet wet a little early. Hails never fails. Alrighty, let's jump into our next prop here. The Super Bowl opening kickoff prop. Will there be a touchback? Will it result in a touchback? Uh, some of these props that we will go over are kind of interesting. I know some of them aren't necessarily available in Pennsylvania, but are in West Virginia, different states, different books. So we'll go over it where, uh, where we can. For yes, I have minus 160. For no, I have plus 124. The first play of Super Bowl 57 will result in a touchback. I, I think it's going to be a touchback. Um, isn't it like 14 out of the last 17 haven't been touchbacks? Yeah, it was something like I that. I remember you saying that the other day. I'm with it's you, though. It could be a touchback. If it's the Chiefs, okay, here's it. If it's the Chiefs, I think it's going to be a touchback. But if it's the Eagles, I think they're going to run it out. Good point. I don't disagree with that. Again. Thanks. Uh, I, I, it is a good point. I mean, you got a lot. Another thing too, you see though, is like Jake Elliott's pretty good. He's got a good leg, and um, that's the other thing. Yeah, they're gonna kick it out yeah, the back. Just gonna crank it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. To, to open up a Super Bowl, like, what are you doing as a kicker? You know what I mean? Like, that's your time to shine. Like, hit a bomb. Get it out. Just of put it, Yeah. Just put it through the uprights. We've right? even like, heard Pat McAfee. We've even heard Pat McAfee say this in the Super Bowl. That ball, that's the one they're taking the picture of. It's the first ball. Yeah. That thing is like kicking a brick, he says. So that's maybe why they don't always get him out of the back of the end zone the first kick. That's actually a good point. That's I a good thing to think about, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, literally is so... He literally referred to it as kicking a brick. That's a good point, Huff. The only thing I'd have to think about is if ideally these are pro these are pro bull kick we're pro kickers they have Butker on one side and then the Eagles kickers at Elliott. Yeah, Jake Elliott. Yeah, so both have big legs, we know that. And they're they're pros. They're like pro kickers. It's not some bum off the street just kicking for a good team. Um and I think these two coaches, great coaches, we've talked about it all year, are going to limit the possibility of a big play happening on that kickoff. And they're definitely told to kick it out of the back of the end zone. Um don't need to get too fancy with it. So I would definitely go, no, that'd be a touchback. Uh, so what was the bet again, Jesse? There will be a yes, touchback? there will be a touchback. Minus 140. That's what I would have ride for sure. I mean, I, I think Bill Belichick mentality. So you got to limit the uh, the chance of a big play, especially on special teams to start the game when the jitters are all out there for your, not your best players either. So I'd kick it out of the end zone every time. Who's returning kicks for those teams? That's one thing you should look at, too. I don't know who necessarily the kicker turns, but I Is like it Quez Watkins and Mikko Hardman? That'd be my guess. Mikko Hardman's not playing this game. Yeah, yeah I, was, I think it's McKinnon. Is is it, um, what's his name? Pringle. Jill? No, Rieger's on the Vikings. Oh, yeah. Who do they have? Don't they have somebody like pretty <laughs> decent that can It might be it might be Speedy Batman back there. Quez Watkins. Oh wait, uh, I think Pacheco a- actually returns kicks for the Chiefs. 
He's, oh, wow. he's explosive, like we talked about earlier, Mac. But as a rookie, I still think he'd, he'd sit on. Yeah, I think it's going to be a touchback. Boston Scott. Consensus rod, I think we're on a touchback. Pretty sure it's Boston Scott. Good stuff there. I think that's going to be an interesting one. I think uh, just something to get fired up about. Let's jump forward to the first touchdown score of the game. Some very good odds here on these match in this matchup. Starting off with Jalen Hurts plus six fifty, Miles Sanders plus seven hundred, Travis Kelsey at plus seven hundred, Isaiah Pachenko at plus eight hundred, AJ Brown plus nine hundred, Dallas Goddard at plus twelve hundred, Devontae Smith at plus twelve hundred, and Jarek McKinnon at plus thirteen hundred. To round those off, I have a tr- I have the history here the last couple years. For the first touchdown, their position and what odds they were sitting at. 2022, Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver at plus 900. Rob Gronkowski, the year before, tight end, plus 1,100. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, the quarterback, plus 2,000. Sonny Michelle, running back, plus 400. And Alshon Jeffrey, wide receiver, at plus 2,200. Some varying odds there. So I think it could go anywhere across the board. But, you know, what position do we think the first touchdown is going to come in? From who do we think it's going to be? What do you think, Ace? Um, I'm going to give you a take here. I know a lot of people have a lot of thoughts and some depth behind it, but I'm just going to say keep it simple, stupid. Let's go with Travis Kelsey. Don't overthink it. He's going to get in the end zone and do a little dance. He's been there a million times. Always does it. Give me Travis Kelsey. I think it... I agree. I think like this is the easiest time to just take the to take the tight end, especially when it's Travis Kelsey. Um, this is going to be his game, I think. Um, offense is going to go through him whenever Mahomes needs somebody. He's going to find Kelsey, and he's going. I think they're going to find him wide open in the in the end zone for a first touchdown of the game. I'm probably. I mean, obviously, I'm on the Eagles. I'm probably going to be going with Jalen Hurts coming out of the little quarterback run scramble down near the goal line. I'll take Jalen Hurts. I got him at plus eight hundred on Fanduel. But uh, back to what you guys said, what Ace alluded to earlier on with the first team touchdown score, I'll probably actually be taking Jalen first team for the Eagles, and then Travis Kelsey first team for the Chiefs. I saw both of them. I'm trying to pull it up. If I find it quicker than. Uh, I will say it, but I saw them both sitting right around plus 400 first team. So, I mean, Travis Kelsey plus 650 I, uh, I have here for first or plus 400 first team. I'm just going to take the first team and uh, hope my Eagles score first. But I'm going to take Jalen and uh, Travis Kelsey, both first team touchdown scores. I love that value plus 400 and Travis Kelsey first team scorer. That's a great playoff. I might be looking into that as well. I'm trying to find it. If I find it, I'll give you updated on Big Hoss, you, you said you had a, a good take on the first touchdown score, no? I did, actually. I I actually rocking with Huff, not surprisingly, again. Um, I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts' first touchdown. That's another one I'm actually going to be looking to take as well. Um, I just think he's going to be scampering in for – I mean, it's going to be his game. That pass rush for the Chiefs is pretty good. I think that's kind of the highlight of their team, but um, when you're in the red zone, anything can really happen, and somebody that can get something done with his feet, Jalen Hurts, Big play, maybe, and then just walk in himself. Jalen Hurts, first touchdown score. I got it at plus 850 or something like that. So, I feel like the Chiefs are going to be so aware of that, though. 
I don't know. That's going to be their I, entire game. Mac, yeah, I like your take earlier. The middle. I like your take earlier. The Chiefs are going to throttle them early. I think they're going to be ready to go, and then the, the Eagles will will late pick it up, and then it's it's they're going to be too far behind though. Quick, it's going to be like ten nothing before the Eagles wake up. So give me that Travis Kelsey so, touchdown. Too. I think you're both going to be surprised. I have Travis Kelsey I, I first team touchdown score at plus three fifty. You'll see that on my card. And I have Jalen Hurts first team touchdown score plus three seventy five. You'll see that or the first touchdown. I, I like I like Travis. Like that's like the Homer rocket pick. But what about Kadarius Tony? I feel like we've been all waiting all year for you know an explosion game, and he's probably like the one person you'd least expect to score the first touchdown. And I think it's like maybe two thousand. Plus two thousand on Kadarius. I have so, nineteen hundred. Yeah. So I would say like Kadarius Tony could be a dark horse for the number for the first touchdown. Throughout this playoffs and throughout the season since they've acquired him, I think that they've targeted him on the goal line too. A lot of uh, RPOs, end arounds, and quick bubble screens. Kadarius Tony. It's not a bad, not a bad pick there, Beak. Especially near the goal line, he makes one guy miss and he's in. So. Yeah, it'd be questionable. Wanna, yeah, but Beak, if you yeah. want to take that, just let me know. I'll take that bet for you. Like, you can just kind of, I'll take it with you. I'll just take your money. Yeah, I, I think it's a much safer play with Travis Kelsey. No, I agree. I agree. Kelsey at those odds. But Canaries, Tony, that's a good long shot. Um, I was thinking, if, I'm surprised nobody said it. You got Pacheco, you got Sanders as a running back. A lot of people target those, but I don't think it's going to be one of those run it in, goal line touchdowns start the game. It is the Super Bowl here. The primetime players are going to get in the end zone. That's why I'm looking at Kelsey anytime for his touchdown. But I love the play Huff just alluded to. First team touchdown, Travis Kelsey plus 350. Wouldn't be surprised if you saw that in my card as well as Huff's. Another value on that, obviously, I'm on the Eagles. I think uh, you could see maybe Dallas Goddard. Mackie said the tight end is always an easy answer for a first touchdown. And um, Dallas Goddard, he's shown the ability to obviously. He did it in the Giants game. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got it throughout these playoffs and uh sitting at twelve to one, that's definitely a nice nice value play on Dallas Goddard. Tight ends have just been owning these playoffs. Just out of curiosity, uh, Jesse, what's the value on any non listed player or defense slash special teams touchdown? Here I can I have it pulled up right now. If it's you know, Kansas City defense first, it's plus three thousand. Philly defense first, plus three thousand. Wow. Yeah, thirty five hundred for Chiefs, three thousand for the Eagles. What are those at any time? If you have the, that up quick, real quick, five hundred and six hundred for me. Yeah, that's pretty. Crazy. Yeah, same here. Was it the Steelers that had that uh, that hundred yard pick? Chiefs. It was James Harrison, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was James. Yep, Harrison. Yep, yeah, James yep. Harrison, longest touch, longest touchdown, defensive touchdown in Super Bowl history. I think it was a hundred. It was a hundred. He went goal line to goal line. That was crazy. Yeah, he's a freak. James Harrison's not. Patriots legend. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good one. I saw him in the airport two weeks ago. Yeah, that's what, that's what I brought that up he then when still you said looks, that, Jesse. He still looks like he could play in the league. As long as he's not doing whatever he'd be posted with him the other day. <laughs> I don't know if you happen to see that. I saw that. <laughs> that guy's got some serious CT. To James, say the least. James Harrison's one of my favorite Steelers of all time. That's for sure. And 
Yeah, that 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 touchdown in the Super Bowl that was crazy. I'm tr- I thought you were saying the first touch. I thought you were alluding more to like a defensive first touchdown that's happened to one of these teams recently. And I was thinking of the TJ Watt one in the wild card game last year against the Chiefs. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. What about the one where Ben snapped it over his head against the Browns? <laughs> that wasn't a touchdown though. That was a safety. Yeah. Uh, uh. That game was twenty-eight. No, maybe it was a touchdown because it was twenty-eight nothing. Oh, uh, like for it was early. bad quick, and I was all over the Browns that game. That was nuts. <laughs> yeah, I like to forget about that game, Ace. Thanks for bringing that one up. <laughs> Alrighty, let's move forward to our next one. Why don't we go over the passing yards prop for these quarterbacks this weekend? Jalen Hurts coming in at two hundred and forty and a half. Patrick Mahomes coming in at two ninety-four and a half. What do we think about this one? Smash both. Do you think both of them? That was what. That was the passing yards. They got the over. I figured. I like the over here. If the Eagles fall behind early, they're they're gonna have to desert the run game, and they're gonna have to start chucking it around the yard. So two forty seems a little low, but might have to. So I would, um, I would take that. And Pat (coughs) Holmes has always been good to me on the over this year, so I got to ride with that too. It's a good point. I, I just think that the game doesn't slip too far away. Even though I think they throttle them early, I think the game stays within reach, so the Eagles don't have to leave their script. I still think they're going to stick true to that ground game. I don't like Jalen Hurts' passing prop there. Um, I do like Mahomes to grab 300. I mean, in the Super Bowl, kind of a loose now that I, that's going to be my Super Bowl MVP pick. So if he's going to be winning MVP, he's going to be throwing 303. So. I've I've carded that I've carded that play throughout the year a few times uh, on the Chiefs with Mahomes' passing prop over. I think he's a consistent 300 yard guy, especially with that Eagles defense. I mean their run defense is stout, so you're gonna have to put the ball in the air. And Mahomes' check downs to McKinnon will count as runs, and that's gonna be free air yards. I didn't I really didn't look at yards, but I actually really like um, I saw Hertz over 31 and a half passing attempts. Um, I think it was at like minus one fifteen or something. <laughs> I was literally just looking at that. Yeah, I like that a lot actually. Yeah, Mahomes at thirty eight and a half, Hertz at thirty one and a half pass attempts. I, I think it was in the like, going over really. I think it was like just under thirty in the last game. I think he'll definitely have to be well, obviously he's gonna be trying to go for the MVP too and all that. So for the big game I think he's gonna be throwing throwing the ball all over the yard, I think so. Especially with those DBs in, in Kansas City, they're all small. Like, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith against those tiny little – I think the tallest DB I saw was like 5'10". Like, A.J. Brown's going to be eating against them. Just feed the guy, so. We've seen, all, we've one seen Devontae Smith. They're all oh, tiny. I got one question for you and Anthony, though. You guys are on the Eagles, so would it be smart to play that Patrick Mahomes passing yardage over with the Eagles? Because if they're going to be down, you know Mahomes is going to be chucking to try and get his way back in. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, think gonna I mean, be I could definitely. True. If he's dropping back like that. Yeah, but if that happens, it just means more yards for him to gain with his arm. No, I know what you, I know what Ace is saying. I de- I definitely think it could be worth it, but I don't know if it's something I'm looking at just because there's so many other props I do like in this game. But that's one I didn't really look too much at. But obviously, like you guys said, it's Mahomes. It's the playoffs and. Whether he's winning or losing, I think he's getting 295 or whatever the number is. I have 292 and a half, so. 
Alrighty, and here for the first time ever, a new addition to our guest panel on the program, a Philadelphia boy, WVU alum, among other things. You definitely hear a shout him out here every few weeks here on the podcast. James, Jimmy Beal, what's going on, Beal? Happy to have you, buddy. We have briefly went through the game as well as some props and such. Why don't you give us your take here, what you think your Eagles are going to be able to do this Sunday? I don't know. I'm really nervous about this game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a fucking beast. But uh, I really don't think that he's going to be able to hold up against our def- like our defense. Our defense is going to crush him. Hassan Raddick and Josh Sweat are just going to absolutely roll him, I think. Um, yeah, just like the fucking Cowboys are in it, idiot. Uh, Sorry, I had to um, gaslight a little. Yeah, but I think minus. I think they're gonna do it by at least three, three and a half. I think the line should have been set at minus one and a half. I think it's a little disrespectful. It is a little disrespectful. What about that Dis- cakewalk is, to the yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah, cakewalk. Right. That 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 easiest all, easiest all my- schedule throughout the season, and then the Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. And then you get the fourth string quarterback with the Niners. So yeah, what about, uh, the, what about the thirty-one points we put up on there? Okay, defense? yeah, yeah, so yeah. All, yeah. All okay, it's respect- defense of San Francisco. It's respectable. Yeah, it's. I mean, you guys had the ball in your hands for seventy-five percent of the game. What happens when fucking Josh Sweat and Hassan Raddick go to work? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm not taking anything away from them. I'm just saying, man, we have to deal with the little adversity you guys haven't seen before. I mean, I don't know. I'm very nervous about this game. What are you doing for Man, it? Come on, Bill, don't be nervous. We got this. Yeah, I know. No, I'm going to uh, this other bar that just opened up down there. We got like tickets and stuff. We're going to go down there. It's like right by Broad Street, so if they win. You're right. You're right. You're right. Jimmy, Jimmy's going to be up on the poles. <laughs> up on the bus stop, was, falling through. <laughs> swinging his shit I was around. There. I was there in, uh, when they won the Super Bowl. That was pretty fun. Or they won the... Uh, won the NFC, that was pretty fun. Jimmy's the reason they greased the Yeah, balls. why'd you guys riot? Why'd you riot for an NFC championship game? We just City did it because we were going to the Super Bowl. We did it yeah, last you, time, too. You act like you, uh, you haven't been there before or something. <laughs> We've been there. We're about to be there again. You know, <laughs> when's the last time the fucking Cowboys were there? Yeah, oh, come on. We're not talking about the Cowboys here. <laughs> hey, Mackie, yeah, do, no one... do you riot in New York when the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Do you riot in Rhode Island? Is there even enough people? Hey, it's the New England Patriots. Exactly. <laughs> Rhode Island is not... Is Rhode Island it's, New England? Yeah, come it's on. It's a now. New England uh, state. Yeah. Your, Mac, your yeah. cowboy is showing. Damn, that yeah. was bad, Mac. <laughs> Yeehaw. Shit, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Huff, I know why you're rooting for the Eagles. It's it's because you're from Pitt, or Pennsylvania, so that's probably the best team in the state. Just, I just have for. so much state proud. State yeah, pride, baby. State I'm, pride. Just, <laughs> I'm just PA proud. It was winning. I'd probably vote, um, root for them, too, honestly. Uh, that's, that's kind of, kind of, yeah, they're, they're, they're struggling over there. Yeah, they are. West side uh, of that state is not doing well. West side. Well, West side. Huff's buddy, Baby Hands Pickett, isn't doing too much. I don't think he's going to a Super Bowl anytime soon. <laughs> he's a fucking Hands rookie Pickett. with a terrible <laughs> offense. All right, and now I know how Mackie feels. We're not on the Steelers and Cowboys. Let's get back to the fucking yeah, Eagles. Is this just, just what I'm saying. What's going on up in here? As long as nobody brings up <laughs> Mac Jones, we're good. Not even worth the time. Uh, we don't. It's yeah. not. 
Yeah. Oh, he's talking about that. All right, settle down, Hoss. You like Tyler Huntley who has many Pro Bowls as Mac Jones. Like, what are you talking about? The Pro Bowl quarterback, Tyler Huntley? Like, yeah, exactly. That is yeah, that might be the champ. worst Pro Bowl pick we've seen to date. He he was in the Pro Bowl. That's all I have to say. Like he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. We got two of them on our roster. That's insane. <laughs> well, Bill, I love to see that you're on your Eagles, you know, but what are you taking this week? You know, the spread here, one and a half. Their money line sitting at minus one twenty five. You like anything with the over under? What are you thinking? Uh, I was gonna take the money line. I didn't really like the spread. I know I said that. It was disrespectful. I like them at minus three and a half, yeah, but I don't think I would take that minus one. You're better off with the money just, line, you know. Yeah, it's it's like the it's like right there. It's the same thing. I think basically. that one point is going to be everything. Yeah, you yeah, take the one and exactly. a half, and they win by one, and then <laughs> you can't even be exactly. happy. It's not even fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a Super Bowl too, that's such it. an important thing. A missed extra point. We saw your buddy Maher miss some throughout the playoffs, but even in the the big game, it's, Who's it's buddy? a lot more stressful. <laughs> miss some. <laughs> He's just taking shots. <laughs> Missed 75%. Jesus. Well, that was probably the worst performance in kicking history, so we have to mention it on the air. And 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 they brought him back for the, for the next week, too. They did. They scared him with some other talent, and then they brought him back. Oh, that's, that's terrible for his mind. But, yeah, no, like I said, in a Super Bowl, we've seen people miss big kicks before, and there's a lot of pressure on it. So that one point can come can come down to it and be a huge thing. Especially with Pat Mahomes on the field, he's hurt though. Like he really doesn't like. I don't he's know. If not, he's not. That hurting. was a while ago. He was a while yeah, ago. Two, it's three weeks ago. He's got two weeks yeah. of rest. He didn't yeah. seen that hurt in the uh, Bengals game. He was wrong. He's gotta be good he was now. fine. He was fine yeah. in the Bengals game. I don't know. I didn't think he it's was. It's Patrick fine. Mahomes, the best player in the NFL. He's fine. Uh, I don't know. Give me the Eagles, though. Like, I don't want to have to deal with any of that. They're, like, weird-ass wide receiving core. Like, just give me the Eagles in that defense. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, like, the defense has been out. stellar in the playoffs, too. Mac, can you just see my I'm text not gonna there? Lie. What do you think about that Chiefs alt spread minus two and a half? That could be a good line to look at, too. Yeah, but what's the what's the line even? I mean, it's probably like plus 140. It's, it's almost not even worth it. You think it's that low? Probably. I'm gonna look at it. Probably plus one. It's probably plus one hundred. No. Anthony, what I was gonna say earlier is I was I was so <laughs> glad that you were on the Eagles. I thought I was gonna be by myself until Beal got here. I was very surprised Huff was on the Eagles. I'll say that. Yeah, because usually you want to pick the winning team. You really think Kansas yeah. City's gonna win? <laughs> no, I I, I really do. I just think Mackie, how the, uh, good is Patrick Mahomes? It's it's Mahomes, it's Kelsey, it's Kelsey. it's everybody on else? it's everybody on the Eagles. Andy Reid, Andy Reid, Eagles, Andy Reid against his opponent against a team. Is it just the Eagles? Is that the only other team he's coached? Doesn't he tear you guys apart? No, I don't. Andy, I don't even remember the last. I'm pretty time sure Andy Reid. I'm I'm pretty sure Andy Reid. I think that's a stat, Mackie. The teams he's coached before, he does well against or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like, really uh, that like, Bengals team, though, like that defense isn't anywhere close to how good that Eagle defense is. Like, not okay, but think, of, think about that Chiefs defense playing against that Bengals offense. They pretty much shut them down last week. Two different weeks ago. team. It's a different team. Like Joe Burrow's. Like, don't even get me started on talking bad about Joe Burrow. I'll tell you how. Like, uh, you're gonna, just a you have you dude. have bad things to say about <laughs> Joe Burrow. You no, know, that's 
He was receivers. Are it's bias. He's a he's a Ravens fan. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. You're you're a Baltimore fan. No, no. Listen though, he went invalid. And that's Joe Burrow. Like, think about like Jalen Hurts actually runs the ball. So when you add that element to the game, it's going to be a completely different like script. Like that weird little like all young secondary for the Chiefs. They're not going to be able to handle like actual like men at wide receivers. Like I said, like AJ Brown's going to have a day. I think he's going to go nuts. Like Devontae Smith's like 165 pounds. He's still a dude. dog, though. I think AJ yeah. Brown's due for something. He's due for one. He hasn't done shit really that in was, the playoffs. That's what I was going to say too. Like he he's due. He's so due, and like. What like I said, I think the tallest corner in Kansas City is five ten. Like AJB is going up, getting that ball. He's he's gonna have a day. I I carded his touchdown a few weeks ago against the Giants, and I I agree he is due. Big time players show up in these big games, and I do think he gets in the end zone. We didn't get to the end time touchdown scores yet, but that that's one of the Eagles ones that I'm definitely going to look at. All right, let's jump into some of these rushing and receiving props here for this week. Any guys, anybody in particular that anybody wants to cover, like Boston Scott. Over eight and a half rushing yards. Uh, Pachanko, over 48 and a half rushing yards. Jalen Hurts, 50 and a half. Pat Mahomes, 18 and a half. What are we thinking? Beal, why don't you start us off here? What do you think? You said Jalen Hurts is at 50 and a half? Yes. Mm-hmm. 49 and a half, I have. The- rushing? Yes, rushing. rushing. Yeah, it's rushing. Yeah. Let me pull. We'll receiving next. I think. I think uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a lot. I don't know. They've been running the ball a lot, like with like Sanders and then uh, Gainwell. Gainwell's been getting the ball a lot, so I don't think he's going to be running for more than I don't know forty, maybe fifty's kind of high. I feel like for the Super Bowl. It's just how often he's going to have to scramble. Yeah, exactly. You said it, Bill. I was just going to cut in and say I, I one guy I do like that has a low number is Kenneth Gainwell at nineteen and a half yards and. They've shown they're going to use him at certain points throughout the playoffs. They've used him uh, at the end of the Giants game and throughout that uh, 49ers game. I really like Gainwell over 19.5. That's probably my favorite one that I'm looking at here. Uh, Just to touch on another couple before I hand it off over, I'll go to Mackie next, and then um, you guys can kind of figure out which ones you like. But Sanders, 61.5. I definitely would lean the over uh, just because obviously we know what the Eagles do with the rushing game and things like that. But uh, I think my favorite one is going to be Gainwell, 19 and a half. It's an easy number. Uh, it's, it, obviously, you're, bat, you're banking on a second running back to get 20 yards, but 20 yards, I think he could get that in four or five carries, so um, or even maybe less. So uh, I like Gainwell. Uh, Mackie, I don't know if you're looking at any rushing props. No, I do. I do actually really like Jalen Hurts' rushing prop at 50 and a half. Um, I, don't think I don't think we're going to see a lot of designed runs like we've seen in the them have a lot because I think it's going to be one of the Chiefs' main points. I think it's going to be more of like scrambling when you see nobody is in the middle of the field. There's no linebackers ready ready for him to scramble. So maybe he can get 25, 30 yards in one run. Um, you could see like a, a, a late second or a late first half drive where they need to go 90 yards and the defense is just playing safe. He can get 25, 30 yards, even, maybe even 40 in one drive. So uh, I think th- he can definitely get over 50 and in a Super Bowl where his nerves are already going, he's gonna he's gonna scramble a lot and he's gonna have to rely on his feet a little more than usual. So uh, I like his over fifteen and a half. Abik, what are you thinking on this one? Um, I'm looking at Boston Scott's eight and a half uh, rushing yards. He's like what? What is he? The third running back on the Eagles? 
I'd say he's like the when you need like two or three yards, just throw him in there. You'll just randomly see him pop in, and you never know. Just one run. I feel like that's worth a you know a shot to take because you they all rotate throughout the game. So I feel like eight and a half is a criminally low number to take. And then I saw Pat Mahomes' rushing yards is 18 and a half. He hits that a lot, at least when I want it, when I take it. And he's going to be running around, I'd say, a lot. So I feel like that's also a good uh, rushing prop to take. I'm not really high on the running backs this game, or either side, rushing-wise. But those two would be the ones I would take. I like it. I like it. Big Hoss, what are you thinking? Um, I actually looked at a few here, and it's strange that you brought up the Gainwell um, over 19.5 rushing yards. I actually like the under there. I think, um, I mean, obviously uh, Eagles fans can speak to this a little better than I can, but I think Miles Sanders is due for that contract, and I think this is going to be the game that gets him that money. Um, I think they're going to rely heavily on the run game, like we've said so many times. Um, yeah, so I don't think it's, he's going to be used heavily too much in the uh, rushing game, so I think I'd actually go with the under. 19.5 for Gainwell at minus 110. Um, and the other thing I saw, I do like Hurts over in the rushing yards as well. I really think that's going to be something to watch. And over 60.5 rushing yards for Sanders at minus 110 for the Eagles. I like, and I actually, I don't know if you want me to talk about the Chiefs too, but I also. Anthony, like, did you say, quick, did you say, uh, did you say Gainwell over or under? I just heard I you say Gainwell. Under 19.5 actually. I don't think he's going to be used very much. I really do think it's going to be the Miles Sanders show on the ground for sure. Him and him and Hurts uh, definitely going to have a day on the ground. Yeah, I see what you, I see what you mean. If I I think if you like Gainwell in the situation that I do, I might be better off taking the receiving plus the rushing because I feel like or just the receiving because he'll probably use more in the passing game. Yeah, because Sanders has to get paid, right? Like I, I think this is contract year. Like this is going to be the game to do it in. Yeah, he. They might just run Absolutely. him into the ground because they're not going to sign him. They might not sign him back. And why so wouldn't they? Really, yeah, they they probably don't even give a shit if he gets hurt or not. But I think <laughs> I don't know. Game, game. They probably don't. Gamewell had what was that? I think it was like 112 yards against the Giants, and then it was like 48. I think he beat. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't that garbage time though? Like, wasn't that like once the game was like already over? Oh uh, yeah, when, towards I mean, yeah, because he had that touchdown. Yeah. yeah. A lot of his production yeah. came late in the game. I don't think this is going to – like, unless they really start blowing him out, then maybe I'll eat my own words. But I, I think it's going to be under 19.5 for sure. Past two, mm-hmm. like, the past two playoff games, they've been split in time too. Like, I've been seeing them split in like a lot. Like, I don't think Miles has been out there for – I don't even know. Like, I, I, they just look like they've been splitting snaps. He's he's not out so there for the like Miles 80%. Sanders first touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, what are you saving him for now? You know what I mean? Like, this is it. Like, you already got here. Like, like I said, I feel like a lot of the production came when the game was already put away. So, maybe I'm wrong. But, I, I don't know. I saw that 19 half. Like, that's weird. I don't even know why there's a line for that. But, I think it's going to be a Sanders show. Lots of good stuff there, boys. Let's jump over to these receiving props. Receiving yard props. A.J. Brown coming in 71.5. Dallas Goddard, 47.5. Devontae Smith, 61.5. Uh, Jared McKinnon, 20.5. Juju, 36.5. Miles Sander, or uh, Kenneth Gainwell, Gainwell at 11.5. What do you guys think? Curious. Huff, what'd what you, you say think? Juju's at? Juju's at 36.5 receiving yards. Wait, can I just say something quick, too? Yeah, I didn't know it. we were 
I know we were jumping uh, ship real quick on the on the rushing yards, but I actually kind of like um, Pacheco's uh, rushing total. I thought I think it was somewhere around forty six. I think it was maybe forty six and a half. I kind of like that as well. They've I been can, using him a lot. I can check it for you real quick. Forty six and a half. What what is it? Huff? I I got forty six and a half. Yeah, I really don't mind that. I I, I actually think he's got, kind of shown a lot of talent, and I think they're going to have to use him a lot too. So. I, I like 46 and a half. I think that's a little low. I'm with you on that. that. I said that earlier before you guys got on. I said I really like Pacheco to have a big game here. He's a dog. He's been running the ball well. Like, when he runs, like he, that's what they've been looking for, I think, he honestly. Doesn't, so. He doesn't stop moving his feet. He's so quick, too. Yeah. He's not like a freak. Like, I don't think he's going to be like a rushing king or anything like that, but definitely serviceable for that type of a scheme. So, definitely look for him to make a difference in that game. Would you play Pacheco at 48 and a half? Because that's what I got him at. Yeah. I think he breaks 50. Yeah, I think he gets 50. I don't think he gets much more than that, but I definitely think he gets 50. Yeah, I agree with you. Mackie and I touched on that a lot earlier about his explosiveness. Um, I, I would tail that one for sure, Hoss. I like I like the Miles Sanders one as well. Um, not much to say on Kenneth Gamewell as that's more game script. He's not in there too much. But the one I do like as well, you guys talked about this Eagles defense and how stingy they are and how they're going to make uh, Mahomes uncomfortable. I like him to get over 18 and a half yards, all coming on scrambles more than direct runs and design runs. So that those will be the ones I'll be playing um, for the rushing props. So you got Sanders over, uh, Pacheco over, and Mahomes over. Let's jump into the Super Bowl MVP matchup for this weekend. Lots of good stuff. I'm going to go over the history here. Last year being Cooper Cup coming in as a wide receiver, 21, 2021, it's Tom Brady, 2020, Pat Mahomes, 2019, Julian Edelman, and in 2018, Big Dick, Nick Foles. So, so, all right, so who do we think is going to come up as the MVP this year? Pat Mahomes is our favorite here on DraftKings at plus 120. Jalen Hurts behind him at plus 125, Travis Kelsey plus 1,200, A.J. Brown plus 1,800, Miles Sanders plus 2,200, Devontae Smith plus 3,000, and I don't know if I need to go much further, but I'm curious to hear what everyone thinks. Huff, Beal, and Big Hoss on the Eagles, Ace, myself, and Mackie on the Chiefs, and a beak on the Chiefs. What do we think here? Who wants to start us off? I'll, I'll start us off here. Um... I'm, I'm I, like you said. I'm on the Eagles, and I actually think we could see Jalen Hurts win it. But I don't like the value of plus one thirty. I know it's the the easy answer to take a quarterback. So, so this is something I usually like to reach on a little more value with. Um, so I'm going to start with my pick for the Chiefs. I actually think if you are on the Chiefs, and uh, I actually might take this just because of the narrative. If the Chiefs win this thing, and Travis Kelsey has two touchdowns, he's Super Bowl MVP. I don't care how many passing yards Patrick Mahomes has or how many touchdowns he goes for. This is the Kelsey Bowl, and they will do anything they can to put Travis, the Super Bowl MVP trophy in Travis Kelsey's hands if the Chiefs win this thing. Uh, I have him plus 1,600, so that's something that might be worth a sprinkle there on uh, FanDuel. But for the for the uh, Eagles, I'm looking at more maybe one of the receivers to have a big day, a Devontae Smith uh, 30, plus 3,100 I have, or A.J. Brown plus 1,800. And, um I know, obviously, like I said, the, the both of the quarterbacks, I have them both at plus 130, and 
that's probably who will win it just because that's you who gets it. But I honestly think if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Travis Kelsey's your MVP. Think about how hyped he'd be, too. Like that speech, when if he wins Super Bowl MVP, that guy's going to go crazy. That's 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 one of my value plays. Like, and I'm on the Eagles. I think Travis Kelsey, if the Chiefs win, he, like, I, if the Chiefs win, Travis Kelsey's gonna have at least one or two touchdowns and a hundred some yards. So, I think he's the MVP if they win. I like it. What else, guys? Yeah, I mean, Huff, you alluded to it with the quarterbacks. There, my pick is gonna be Patrick Mahomes. I think I said this at the beginning of the episode. You're getting him at plus money. That's craziness. He's the best player on the face of the earth in the American Football League, in any football league. He's going to win the game. He's going to win the MVP. And he's going to get his second MVP trophy of the Super Bowl with the second ring. Plus money. Patty M. Lock it in. 303. And he's going to run one of himself. Oh, I actually have a valuable play. I was, I was going to. Bryce, blow the sit. dude. Yeah, right? Matt, Beal loves this one. Uh, value <laughs> play here, too. If, uh, if I would. Um, coming at plus 2,100. You guys said he had that first touchdown of a Super Bowl a few years ago. If you get Patrick Mahomes' over yardage prop of 292.5, over uh, 1.5 touchdown passes, him to run it in and the Chiefs to win it all, that's plus 2,100. That's craziness to me. Uh, I might be sprinkling something on that. Seems Mac, do you think there's bet. any value in that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I was on... Mahomes uh, MVP as well. Um, it's obviously so easy to just go with the quarterback or the team you think is going to win. Um, I like Huff. I like your logic on Travis Kelsey though. They definitely are going to try to give it to him. But if, I mean, if Mahomes throws for three hundred yards, three touchdowns, there's nothing you can do about it. Even if Kelsey has, I think two if touchdowns. Kelsey, I think if Kelsey catches, I think if he has ten catches, twelve catches, a hundred yards, and two touchdowns, I think they're going to give it to. Him. If yeah. Mahomes' stat line is there, they got to give it to Mahomes. I mean, he's still he's still the face of the NFL. He's still their little baby. So he's the State Farm guy for God's sakes. <laughs> it's the Kelsey yeah. Bowl, dude. The NFL scripted, bro. I like the logic. I like the logic, and I like I like the uh, I like the odds you have on it too. It's I just can't take sprinkle, a. I just. I, yeah, I I, I don't know. Sable, I, I actually don't think I bet a Super Bowl MVP last year. Two years ago, I bet Brady. I think it was plus one fifty whenever I took it, or plus two hundred. Like that's not crazy odds, but I don't know. But getting both of these quarterbacks at plus one thirty, I don't know. I just think they would love to give it to Jalen Hurts, but I don't know. I, me being on the Eagles, this isn't something I'm necessarily looking to put a play on. But like I said, my take is the value on Kelsey. I think. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes could throw an interception or two, and then that'll definitely boost his odds too. Bang. I saw that. I saw he was. Oh, what the hell was he at for uh, over 0. 0.5 uh, interceptions? I think he throws one. Mahomes. It was my, I think he for sure throws ones. Yeah, minus yeah. I think. I, I think I, I, he. I think he throws off that leg and like tweaks it a little bit and ends up throwing an interception or something like that. No matter how I good of a game he plays, he could he could still throw. It. He'll still make a mistake. Yeah. He's, he's not prone to them. If so I'm looking at a, a head. You guys have I'm looking at a head-to-head props thing for Mahomes versus Hurts. Like they have like head-to-head props for them uh, to be sacked first to throw first interception. Mahomes minus one twenty-two to throw the first interception. Really? He throws the ball a lot Jalen more too. Hurts. He does. Yeah. Exactly. He, yeah. Be- better secondary out of Philadelphia as well. 
Yeah, third best in picks in the NFL. <clears throat> and that's for a reason. That pass rush is insane, but that secondary is good too. I think um, I definitely agree with you guys. I would definitely say I, I think it's going to be a Hurts MVP. I wish I had something a little bit more like like fun to say, but like all these crazy, like I, even Kelsey, like that'd be a really cool pick to take. But like, there's a reason why the odds are so good. Like he'd have to catch three or four touchdowns because even then, like you're telling me Mahomes isn't going to get the MVP. Like of course he is, but. I still think it's going to be Hurts. Nothing crazy. He'll probably run one in. He'll probably throw three, two or three, and I think that'll be it. Yeah, I think uh, the Hurts is the obvious answer for me. But I think if if AJ Brown gets that uh, gets that game that he deserves, he gets one or two touchdowns, and I don't know over a hundred. I'm I'm with you on that yards? for a dark for a dark horse on the Eagles. I do like AJ Brown because yeah, like if he gets that game, I forget who alluded to it, but uh, Kansas City secondary is is small and Devontae Adams is not going to take advantage of that. AJ Brown will. Um, he's going to jump up and baby baby these uh cornerbacks. He he has potential to have a very good very big game. I think Devontae Smith will. I think Devontae Smith will too. I mean, he's I think the, he has a tough game. He's just so lanky. I don't think he gets as many looks. I think they look at AJ Brown. I think they look at Goddard a lot more than they do at him. Yeah, Goddard is going to take away. I think. God, he's. Yeah, I think, like you said with Devontae Smith, I think he stays involved, and especially in the Super Bowl. Um, Sirianna is a good coach. He's going to get high quality throws for Jalen Hurts, so it's going to be a lot of swing passes. He likes to get Devontae Smith on those screens and whatnot, and he can break it for a big play. Yep. Skinny yeah, Batmans. Sure. I think, uh, Mackie, I'm surprised. I mean, I know you're on the Chiefs. I think we've seen Devontae Smith come up big in games throughout his whole career. Back to Bama, we've seen him be the Heisman and go off in a national championship game. And now in these past two playoff games with the Eagles, and, uh, comes up in these big games. I think uh, this is a good situation with him as a number two. It's kind of like the Bengals situation where you have uh, T. Higgins as a number two. Like, he's not a number two receiver. I think Devontae Smith. Uh, I don't know how much longer he's going to be an Eagle. You guys are going to have to pick between him and A.J. Brown sooner or later, but I think Devontae Smith has a good game today, or Sunday. But um, I, I, we've just seen him go off in big games. and I, I like your point with A.J. Brown. That's another good one. But um, I think the Eagle, I'm, I'm on the Eagles, so I, I like it all. Anything, anything it's a 1A-1B in Philadelphia with those receivers. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, the – I like when they use Watkins. They don't really use him as much, but obviously when you have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. They'll, yeah, they'll use him from like little like sideline shots, like 15 yards, 20 yards, or like a once in a life, like once in every now and then bomb that he can throw like right over the shoulder, but they don't really use him for like slants or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Goddard, and I'm not saying that's a value play for the uh, MVP. Yeah. I'm just saying they, they use him. Jimmy, you on the over? I don't know. I don't. That's is that that's high for a Super Bowl, ain't it? Fifty. It's definitely high. high. It's definitely high. But at the same time, if it, twenty six, twenty twenty six, twenty five. Both of these offenses, both of these offenses in a fourth quarter can can just do their thing. I mean, I, late in the fourth quarter, I think it, it can maybe go over, but I, I like the first half under, like I alluded to before. What is it? What's it? Uh, first half under, probably 26, 26, 25 and a half. Yeah, I like that. I know the chances of defensive players winning MVPs like rarely 
uh, like rarely happens. But what would you Bob guys? Miller. Think, what would you guys think of a Chris Jones or Hassan Reddick play from either side? Because like those two, I think were like two thousand and four thousand, and they pretty much dominated their playoff games this year. I could see it happening. If it's going to be a defensive guy, it's going to be one of them for sure. Yeah, Hassan's got to get like a strip sack or at least three or three or four sacks for that to happen. Who won the MVP? It'd have to be a defensive game too. Yeah, it would be, but it can't be like a shootout. What's that big cost? Isn't really. Who who won the MVP the year the Rams won the Super Bowl? Was it Stafford or was it Donald? Cup. Cup. Yeah. See, like then, like didn't Aaron Donald have the. Like the game ceiling, like he's forced to fumble or something, or maybe he got even, a sack. Like, he got the he got the pressure. Even game ceiling sack. Even when yeah, the Patriots like, beat the Rams thirteen to three, it was still Edelman. It was still an offensive player. I mean, yeah, it's very so hard for a defensive player to get get MVP. It's Again, been, I can remember it twice. I can remember it twice. Malcolm Smith in twenty thirteen with the Seahawks, and then Vaughn Miller with the Broncos. Yeah. What were their games like? Like, what happened? Malcolm, How did they get Malcolm it? Smith had a pick six, I think, in, like, the second quarter. He, and he returned to the house. That's how I remember he won MVP. But Von Miller just... He had a pick six. Von yeah. Miller just destroyed the Panthers from the beginning of the game. He won that single-handedly. Yeah, the whole story of that game was just Cam Newton couldn't do anything. So it was, it was bound to be a defensive player. I don't see it in this one. It's a good yeah, it's two 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 heavy offenses. I mean, so there's no way you give it you give it to a defensive player in this game. Definitely worth a look, just on how dominant they are. I'd say Pat Mahomes is you know the homer pick if you're up with the Chiefs. But like uh, Huff said, Travis Kelsey, I would do it too. Honestly, hey. man's just been so dominant. I don't understand why people don't you know jam him off the line, you know, bump him around. They give him a free release, and he just gets five yards automatically. Like, that's what I would do if I was game planning against Kels. I would just, you know, jam him off the line, make sure he doesn't get a free release. But, look, I don't get paid the millions of dollars the NFL coaches do, so. Alrighty, let's run through some of these anytime touchdown scores here for this matchup. Let's run through the odds here. Jalen Hurts is the, or is, no. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is the favorite here. Minus 115 anytime. Miles Sanders, minus 110. Travis Kelsey, minus 135. Isaiah Pacheco, plus 115. A.J. Brown, plus 105. Dallas Goddard, plus 150. Devontae Smith, plus 150. McKinnon, plus 180. Gainwell, plus 300, and so on. What are we thinking here, Huff? You want to get us started on anytime touchdown scores. Who do you think is going to end up in the end zone this week? I believe you said Travis Kelsey. What else? Yeah, um, I'm trying to pull up the list here, but uh, one guy that I was looking at, I obviously kind of alluded to it. I think A.J. Brown gets in. Um, I think he has a big day. Maybe could be early, but Jalen Hurts, another one. I like him first touchdown. So I think Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown are going to be the two that I go with, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see a Miles Sanders or uh, one of the running backs get into the Eagles. But I do think we have a situation where Jalen gets two touchdowns, like the over one and a half on the passing, and gets in uh, on the ground. So. Maybe Goddard and A.J. Brown and uh, Jalen Hurts would be my three uh, kind of picks for the Eagles, but don't know if I'll necessarily be taking all those. Um, just three guys that I'm looking at. But obviously you got Kelsey, but if I take him first team, I'm probably not going to take the any time as well. But uh, we'll have to see. Ace, who are you looking at? 
with this being over, like I said before, I, I actually like a decent amount of props, and there's some there's some good odds on a lot of them. I definitely like Jalen Hurts to get in the end zone. Um, he does it every week, and he finds himself in good spots. I like A.J. Brown as well. Had it on the card for a few weeks. I agree with your guys' takes all day long that he's going to dominate those those inferior uh, defensive backs. But on the other side, love, love Kelsey, obviously. Going to take him first time, anytime, first time for his team. But I said it earlier in the value play that Mahomes touchdown sitting at like plus 410. It's pretty crazy. And uh, if he gets flushed out of the pocket on the goal line, going for it on fourth down, any down nonetheless by that good pass rush, he, he's got the legs to get in the end zone. And I do think he's healed now. He looked good in that AFC Conference Championship. He's had two more weeks off, getting the best training and whatnot. And he's a superhuman athlete. So I think he should get in. And uh, looking further than that, Pacheco and Goddard are the two that I would look at. I think the tight end's been lethal, like Mackie likes to say. And Goddard's a great a great option there. Uh, Bill, who, who do you like? I'm guessing a lot of Eagles here. No, I actually love Travis Kelsey. I mean, obviously it's a given. I mean, on FanDuel, he's... Jesse, you said that uh, Jalen Hurts had the um, most favorite odds. No, Travis Kelsey does at 135. Oh, okay. I was just going yeah, in order. Yeah. It goes by first uh, touchdown on DraftKings. I didn't really realize that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, I love J- uh, Travis Kelsey. Definitely Travis Kelsey. I think Goddard is going to sneak one in here, too. I was looking at I him. His line, his, his line was going down. Earlier in the week, he was plus 200. Now he's plus 175. I, th- I really think that he's going to sneak one in. Hurts, I just think Hurts is a given. I, like, they get into that red zone, and then they get on that. They either gonna do a design play for him to run it in, or they're just gonna push him in, like they always do. So I mean, they get on that one yard line. He's gonna, he's it's an automatic touchdown for him. Um, what do you guys what what is what do you guys have Kadarius Tony at as for any time touchdown? I have him at plus two thirty. That's a Beak's favorite player in the game. Three, I have three seventy. Yeah, I got three seventy two. Wow. Would say Tony's like that dark horse pick. I'm as as Alex says, Kelsey is probably gonna be the freest money you'll probably get on Sunday. Um, I like Kelsey. I like Pacheco. I really don't like the receivers. They're all just so it's really random with them. So to predict an anytime TD, but Tony, Kelsey, Pacheco. And I guess McKinnon are my four favorites. But those four would be my picks for the Chiefs. You don't, you don't think anybody in the Eagles scores are getting shot oh, out? my bad. Sorry. A, <laughs> look, AJ, AJ Brown is due, and I know he was he was uh, pouting against the Giants. Thought he'd get it against the 49ers, so I'm expecting him to score this weekend. And Sanders probably gets one, a, a cheap one-yard touchdown he'll get. Um, Devontae, maybe. Goddard's name I have not heard all playoffs, really, for touchdowns-wise, at least, except the one against the Giants. And I could see him scoring on Sunday because the Chiefs' defense isn't, you know, world beaters, but the Chiefs, they can definitely get scored on. So I could see Goddard scoring. I think for my picks, just to reiterate, because I said it before, um, I think Hertz runs one in. I actually think he runs the first one in. So double down there, first touchdown score. Jalen Hertz on the ground, so lock that in. I think Kelsey gets one too, just like everybody else on the freaking planet. I think um, AJ Brown gets one, and I do think Miles Sanders gets two. So um, I, I really want to say Pacheco gets in, but I'm just crazy. 
just give you guys the lock. So, as as Ace uh, says, it'll be free. Kelsey will be the freest money you'll make on Sunday. All righty, lots of good stuff there for who's going to end up in the end zone here on Sunday. Let's jump into our final prop here of the episode. The Gatorade color to be poured on the winning coach, one that I am uh, weirdly excited about. I hit it two years ago with the Bucks with blue. I got some trends in history to go along with that. Over the last 22 Super Bowls, orange was the top color, hitting at 22.7%. Since 2015, blue Gatorade, Gatorade has been on the top ropes at 50%. Blue Gatorade hit last year at plus 310 when the Rams won Super Bowl 56. So I don't know what we're thinking this week, but for history, again, the Rams winning last year, blue Gatorade being the color of plus 310. Bucks the year before that, also blue, plus 650. Chiefs going with orange at plus 400. The Patriots at blue at plus 150. And the Eagles going with yellow, and I could not find any good odds for that one. But what do we think? Do we think it's going to be a yellow, or do we think it's going to be a you know an orange again, or a red for the Chiefs? Here's the current odds. Yellow-green coming in at plus 165. Orange plus 300. Blue at plus 400. Red at plus 450. Clear or water at plus 750. Purple at plus 750. And none at plus 1200. Curious to hear what you guys think. You know, I guess it depends which team wins, but what do you, what do you got? When I first saw this, I feel like yellow and green was like 400, and I thought that was going to be worth it, but I don't know. 175? I don't know if I can take that. I think I'd go with like a red or they've, a blue. They've been dropping all week. That's what I thought, too. I, didn't you guys post something about it where it was like... They were much better earlier in the week. Yeah, no, I saw that. I, I was like, oh, damn. I, if I was going to take that, I'd take yellow and green because it was like plus 475, like you said. If I, I would have taken that. Because it also works. It works for both teams. It does. Yeah. So here, uh, the Gatorade color odds that we posted was orange at plus 350, blue plus 400, yellow green 400, red pink 450, clear water 500, purple 750, and none 1,000. So these ones being a little different, but both from DraftKings. Again, this is one of those ones that you like, can't bet it in PA, but you, or excuse me, this is not one of those ones. Retract that offer. Or Big Hoss, what do you think about this Gatorade color? You know, it's weird. When I see that line, I just feel bad for the guys on the sideline because... Um you see purple at like plus 900 and that's like by far the best kind of Gatorade there is. So like just got to feel bad for those guys. But um, I don't know. I kind of think, I think when I, when I think about this year's Super Bowl, I just see it being orange, but that um, the yellow green kind of speaks to me too, but I don't know. I think it's going to be, I'd, I'd probably just take orange, I guess. That's what I see it being on like the posters and on sports and stuff. I didn't even know pink Gatorade was. Yeah. Also, I, I got a, Hoss, I got to agree with you there. I mean, let's look at history. The last time the Chiefs won, they they used orange. So when they win again, they'll be orange this time as well. Lock that in. You That's not how it works, but all right. That is that is such a crazy thing to say. <laughs> I don't know why he thinks like that. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what it's because he dick rides the Patriots, so he's got to dick ride the fucking the Chiefs. You know Ace, how it is with them Ace, fans. This is a question I've been wanting to ask fans? you the whole podcast. Yeah, and and I want kind of everyone's take on this. What is the narrative of Patrick Mahomes if he loses two straight Super Bowls? What's the narrative of LeBron James? 
I mean, I'm, the narrative saying, of Patrick Mahomes. Is he becoming that? I think he's still the best quarterback fucking yeah. in the whole league. Put it this way. He's, he's one still... and two. But if he goes one and two, how many more Super Bowls will he have, too? You know, he's going to be in probably five or six. Oh, I, yeah, think more, uh, I don't think he makes it. I think the Bengals end up making it next year. Ugh, don't say that. Bengals and Bills are the two teams that are allergic to going to Super Bowls. I was going to say, I'm rocking with you with the Eagles. you got to be talking Bengals. Bengals went last year to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, they yeah, stabbed but, me with the Bengals. <laughs> and they almost lost to Tyler Huntley. Like, they they won on a fumble six from the one. Like, ugh. I think the Bengals team is going to get worse as they get as they lose. Or they Chase and Burrow back so. back, so yeah. That team is going to take a hit soon. But no, um, yeah, Huff, that's, that's a good question. I mean... Obviously, he'll still be considered the best quarterback in the league, I'm pretty sure. But uh, says something if you lose two in a row. That means the next time he goes, he'll have to win that one. I think, but I think it'll be a good game. I think game it all also depends. I was going to say, I think it depends how, how the game goes. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, if, if, if he goes for 300 yards and they somehow lose a game and he has 300 yards and three touchdowns, it's obviously, you know the, what I mean? Like, the defense problem. gives up. Oh, so he has to lose like Tom Brady points. where he breaks the record against the Eagles but loses the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you are so salty about that. No, nah, not as not as mad about the Giants when the people bring them up, but the the Eagles one. I mean that that wasn't the toughest one to swallow because they played well, you know. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see. Nikki Falls. It was a, that was a that was a fun Super Bowl to watch, and I I do predict that's why I like that the was over a good here. game. Yeah, it was a good game too. It wasn't like a yeah, that was a good game. And if you think about the year before, I think it was the Rams Super Bowl. So we saw 16 points, and then we saw like yeah, what, 60. Exactly. Was, I think this yeah. year, though, I, I'd, I'd like to see a lot of points. I do think it'll be a good QB duel. That's why I, I really like both quarterbacks. If you can parlay over one and a half touchdowns by both, that could be a good thing to look at. I think both of them have a day. And uh, whoever comes out on top will be the MVP. I think if it does come out to a shootout like that, I think Patrick Mahomes, if he ends up getting the ball at the last, I think he ends up getting the win. I hate to say that, but I think if he—that's just what he does. Yeah, if he goes shit that he does. Yeah, if he goes nuts. Huff. You're not stopping. I agree. Huff, as, a, as as a last second thought, Huff, um, would you would you ever look into teasing either of these spreads and the total in this game? Would that be any of, of any interest to you? Hmm. That's actually that's interesting because one way you could get—I mean, the Chiefs at a plus like four or six and a half and depending how low you want to go, but, or the other way you could get the Eagles to lose, you know, or plus three and a half and they could lose by a field goal, but that could be interesting. I, I probably would raise the, I don't, it depends how high it gets, but I'd probably have to either, a, obviously you'd either get a really low over or a high under. I think I'd probably lean with the low over, but hmm. I don't know. It depends. It depends on the number. Like you could, you could, if you get a six point tease there, it's coming at like what minus one yeah. fifteen? Twenty. Right? I was gonna say twenty. Yeah, minus one twenty. You could get theoretically you get the Chiefs at plus seven and a half, and then you'd be dropping that total as well. Or uh, vice versa, you could get the Eagles as one and a half right now, you get them at plus five and a half for the Eagles. I mean, that's not a bad thing to look at either. Yeah. It's a very exciting. You know what though, honestly, like just to your point. Um, Huff, like, real quick, like, I think people would probably just try and look for an excuse to say Mahomes isn't the best, but like, 
I hate to say it, obviously, because he's in our conference, but like, I think you can kind of attest to this too. Like, I don't want to see the Chiefs. Like, that's kind of just what it's been at at this point. Like, whenever they're on the schedule, I have that game marked in my calendar. It's usually a prime time game for us in Baltimore. So, um, either way, I hate seeing Mahomes, and I think it's going to be like that for a long time. So, it's going to be a good game on Sunday. going to be a terrific game on Sunday in Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium, Chiefs and Eagles. It's about all I got this week. Anybody else have anything else to add? Yeah, East, when the Eagles win, you can come stay at my house. We can go to the parade together. <laughs> <laughs> if Philly is still alive, I think if they win, I think that city is going to be burnt to the ground. The second Super Bowl, they, they know how to come prepared this time, no? Yeah, there's a Chiefs bar in uh, South Philly. I've heard of and that. They, they have like I didn't know that that was an actual thing until like this week. They canceled their. They're not even opening the bar to watch. Yeah, the they game. know they're going to get no ransacked way. if the Eagles win. They canceled. Yeah. They canceled. They canceled. Win or the, lose, uh, win or lose, Philly's yeah. going to take that place. I can't imagine people <laughs> celebrating inside of a building because at first they canceled the outside party they were having out of respect, and then they just canceled the whole entire thing. Jeez. Yeah. That's Philly. That's Philly, That's yeah. Nice. It's always funny. Hey, Bill, one thing, always though, funny. even even though I don't think the Eagles come out this year, even though there's a good chance even they could, um, I think it's going to be a close game nonetheless. But this Eagles team, I think, is going to be here for years to come, maybe not in the Super Bowl conversation every year, but in a deep playoff run, owning that division because the Cowboys gave you the best they could. Um, the rest of that division is getting weak. Or the rest of the conference is getting weaker and weaker by the year, so. It's looking bright in Philadelphia. Yeah, that was crazy. That the 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 bar, well, they they finished eight and nine, and they ended up in the playoffs. It's insane. That whole conference is just we'll do, we'll dominate that conference for the next couple of years. Maybe yeah, lose in the playoffs, like deep run. Like you'll you said, see those you'll but, see those Niners again. Yeah, definitely. The Cowboys will be a threat, but trailer. nothing too serious. But I, I like I'm I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. Mad the Patriots didn't take a flyer on him. I thought he was criminally underrated for where he went drafted. But uh, yeah, he's he's a career winner, and that the coaching staff and that front office really built the team. They spend well and they drafted well too. So it's gonna be exciting. How, there, I don't know. How, I hated Harry Roseman for what he did with Rager and Justin Jefferson. But after that, he's been like, it's insane the shit that he comes up with and he gets. These trades, you too. I mean, weapons. you guys have first-round picks coming for years. Like, you have, what, two or three first-round yeah. picks next year? I think um, we have... Uh, I think we ended up with the Saints pick at 9 or 10. You guys robbed the Saints. Yeah, we did. We robbed them. That's actually insane. Like, that, I, I, not to make this like a Ravens thing every time I talk, but, like, if you get Lamar in a situation like that and actually build around him, give him weapons and give him a team, That's I think that's what that would look like, you know? Like... I don't know. I feel like a lot of the things people are saying about Jalen Hurts is what I expected to hear about Lamar. So I'm just kind of salty about that. Been salty about that for a while, actually. Is he gonna stay? It's I. I no, kind of heard that not. he was leaving. Ain't he leaving? Yeah. He's no, leaving, he's, right? No, they said like 200 percent chance he's coming back. So let's not even like talk about anything else until it happens. Oh, Let everyone else stop. Stop. Like, stop lowballing him. That's <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Stay sorry. Until he's not, bro. I have. I wish I was in the room. I'd show you. My whole room is just all Lamar. So, like, Lamar. He's, staying, he's staying until he's not. I wish he kept up after his MVP season. I did. I do like him, bro. But that, like, like honestly though, you look at it. Like you guys brought in AJ Brown, 
and Devontae Smith is a dog. Like, the tight ends are sick. Like, you're, you have a running back that doesn't get hurt every time he touches the ball. Like, yeah. that's, 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 <laughs> that's what it would look like if Baltimore could stay healthy and actually get him weapons. Like, Mark Andrews is great, but you can't just do it with your tight end. Yeah. But, like, you don't need to make it a Ravens podcast. Enjoy the game, dude. Like, enjoy your team. Like, I'm Thank rocking you. with you. Let's go, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, Thank fly. You. I love it. I love it. Yes, thank you to our guests, Beak, Beal, and Big Hoss. Thank you again for all coming. Beal, happy to have you here. Hope to have you on again. Beak, Big Hoss, same to you guys. Beal, let me get a go birds before you head out. Go birds! <laughs> Good luck, Beal. Good luck. All right. Good we'll stuff. keep in touch. Good stuff, everyone. We'll have to have you back on. on Gotta have him back on when we talk about those flyers. Oh God, I don't want to talk about those flyers. Just let him enjoy the weekend, dude. Honestly, I'm with you. Let's go. (laughs) I'm a Boston fan. I like the I like the Bruins. I got a jersey, so I'm Boston fan this year. All right, get out of here. All right, I'm out. I'll see you, boys. All right, see See ya. Thank you, guys. All right, lots of good stuff there coming from our guests and from the big Super Bowl game, Super Bowl 57, happening here on Sunday. Huff, what else you got for us as we sign off here? Yeah, like you said, that's going to do it. This is going to be it for the Super Bowl. Hopefully we come home Sunday or come in next week with a great game to talk about. Just obviously I'm on the Eagles, Ace on the Chiefs. You guys are on the Chiefs. Both of you, Mackie's out. He had to head out a little early, but – um, we're going to have a good, hope we have a good game to recap next week. Stay tuned to the social media as always for all the plays coming into this weekend. Um, all the plays for the Super Bowl are going to be posted on uh, Sunday at noon Eastern time. So plenty of time before the game to look at them, get the plays locked in and stuff like that. So uh, make sure you're subscribed on everything, following everything, liking everything. It goes a long way for us. So uh, it's something we really appreciate. Uh, thanks for another Second NFL season of recapping and uh, things like that for for us as a podcast. So um, definitely wanted to bring that up, but that's going to do it for us. Another week on Hit the Books. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out BetUS. BetUS is a premier sportsbook available to everyone of age and has competing odds with all the other sportsbooks. Join today with our Hit the Books link and get 125% deposit match with a qualifying deposit. Link is available in the description below. And that's going to do it for us on this episode of Hit the Books. Thank you to everyone who tunes in each and every week. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here. So please like, share, and subscribe wherever you can. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for our plays each and every night in the NHL, NFL, MLB, NBA, college basketball, and college football. Thank you again and see you next week.